We are now recording, and the program is on. For those of you who are already tuned in, you got a little, a little uh, commercial. A little commercial. You know, when satellite TV first started to come out, I thought it'd be a good idea to get a satellite so that I could watch this. Did you get one of those giant dishes I on top did. of your house? No, on top of my house. <laughs> It's a windspear thing. It's a big thing. It's still out there on the side. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if I can find somebody who wants to buy it. But the neat thing about it was that, like, if you were watching a sports broadcast, you could hear what the what everybody was saying during the commercials and, you know, leading up to it. You could see what life was really like in the broadcast booth, which I thought was kind of cool. And also, they had the they had the the eastern feed and the western feed of channels. So this is really dating myself. We can you can do this now. You got TiVo, all this stuff you don't need. But you could watch a program, and then you could watch another program on the west coast at a different time. And sports broadcast before they were scrambling everything, you could scan. Because there were like different satellites you could tune into, you know, Galaxy 4 and do these different things. And you could sometimes pick up things coming out of Canada or Mexico that were just amazing. So um, I always thought that was kind of neat, though, to, to be able to hear what the broadcasters were saying in kinda, between. It would be kind of cool if we had something like that for the spirit realm. And I guess you could argue and say that we do. But to be able to, you know how they would turn on their radios and like in the, I guess in the war days, and listen to the, you know the. I don't know what their one was. What? Oh, you know, try to listen to the code and try to decipher the code. Oh, and oh, yeah. That's not the satellite, but I mean, to be able to tap into like the radio waves and and be able to hear what <laughs> what Gabriel is telling. An angel to do, or what? <laughs> yeah, you know that's 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 interesting because it's it's when when you talk about this kind of stuff, there's always a certain clientele that just becomes enamored with it, and that's all they want to talk about. And if you ever start trying to bring them back into why the angels are actually with you and you have a responsibility to pray and stand the gap, they don't want to hear any of that. But, you know, I, I sometimes wonder what angels are doing. And things you see that are repeated, it's kind of like in that movie about Bletchley Park. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I began that somebody came up, same Somebody came up with the bright idea that they were so Hitler-centric that they always began and ended their, broad, their their notes by saying Heil Hitler, which gave them a number of letters. They could understand what those letters were. And it was f further into the process that, that, they, that they figured that out. But why I'm saying that is there are certain things that happen with regularity. And if you watch those things that are happening with regularity, you can pretty much understand what they mean. And there are some things that angels do that if you're just watching it 
for the first time or whatever, you may not know because you don't understand the language or you don't understand what kinds of communications are coming through the spirit to them because they are spirit beings. Um, but, yeah, it would be neat to be able to... Well, I guess, I guess argumentatively, we could say that God is training us to be able to do that in some to some degree. Um, I mean, even through our diversities of tongues. I mean, if we pray with the languages of men and angels and we pray these spiritual languages and, you know, he teaches us how to interpret that. If we would just exercise the gift and granted some things, we don't understand the mystery until he brings revelation of it. And, um, but, yeah, so... I, I'm just, honestly, I am just so thankful to be a saint. I'm so thankful to be, to have been taught in the Nematikos way and to, to understand the gifts of the Father and to understand, um, just to have the, just the teaching and the, the training that we've had is just, as Mark Burke would say, it's off, off the charts. What does he say? Off the, off the but, um, Off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has an expression, and it's it's really cute when he says it. But um, yeah, so I mean, if we if we just recognize what God has given to us in the way of just training and developing us in the things of the Spirit, just comparatively to where we were even twenty five years ago, it's just it's just incredible. So to say that we would love to have a satellite on top of this building or in the yard somewhere so that we could tap into those different stations, we really have the capacity to do that um, in so many different ways. Right? Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just trying to figure out if anybody can hear us because Ruby's texting saying she can't hear us. Uh-oh. She can hear us now. So she can mean that the first 10 minutes no can she hear us now yeah oh well i don't know why everything's on anybody else out there having trouble hearing be open <laughs> Ephratha. because if so you missed the most dynamic dialogue for the first 10 oh minutes. man i mean we may have to start over only people with just... only people with satellites heard that <laughs> well we have um interesting days we're living in um one of the big things that i'm feeling god's trying to develop in me is how to interpret streams of dreams streams of dreams that'd be that's a good that's a new program you can start on the pneumaticos site streams of dreams with monica terrell are you in the stream today yes but I do think that God's trying to develop all of us in a deeper way than ever. I think we could probably always say that, but um, I know what our process has been. I know how good God has been. I know how he's related to us in the past. 
And those have been pretty profound ways. Yeah. But it's like now those things are a foundation and a resource and a reference point more from the standpoint of two ways one what you've learned and two um how to process and what i what i mean by that is you know some of the things like when when you're in heaven and you're trying to honor the father and do the intercessory um responsibilities faithfully to offer your intercessory responsibilities faithfully uh, it's not till later after you have processed and reflected in God's scripture that you really gain some further understanding and so many times when particularly dreams are happening now it's like a wild boat ride down a uh, rapids and you're just trying to to recognize the things around you and then you emerge from that and you think what the what was that all about because you've got emotions you've got things that you've been interceding about that are alive in you that are that are expressing themselves and you, you've not even got a grip on what that burden is, but now here this thing is, it's like a baby is kicking. And you've got all these different things that are going on, and, you know, it's, it's um, you can really see how Joseph had to process, how Daniel said, give me a couple days or a day to process this dream or, you know, the cogitations of his head greatly troubled him and he decided to make an end of the matter. Um, it, it's, it's that kind of level. And I'm not saying we've not experienced that before, but what I'm saying now is that it is like, it's heightened. I mean, you've said on a number of occasions, you know, the, the, the realm is so real, you 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 feel like you're in it and uh, you're of it and I, I feel that <clears throat> that's what God is um, he's training us in those deeper ways now and I think it's because it's more because he's that's where he is you, ha you know you have entry level classes and you learn about things but then further in, you have to take responsibility and further in, you're responsible for the project and further in, you are now, you're in so deep into it that it's a consuming thing. So in that, I'm not saying that we've never had these kinds of experiences, but what I'm saying is that the father is, it's just, I don't, I'm not even saying it properly. It's training, but it's also participation. And it's on such a level that it's awakened the influences that are going to be ousted because of it. And so you're dealing with them. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that it's always training with the Father. He's with you in the journey, but it's the journey. It's, 
it's the placement of Adonai and the teaching of El Shaddai. And um, so God's with you. He could just tell you. Why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? He could just tell you this is what this is. But he lays it all out there. He's with you. But he's waiting for you to be sensitive to the spirit. He gives you clues. He asks you questions. And you're just you're just walking it. And it you know, that doesn't go over very well with a lot of Christianity because you know, you read some people that talk about the spirit realm and they have all the answers. I mean, they just tell you, boom, boom, boom. You're gonna declare it right now and it's gonna be a done deal. And that's just you know, God does do that, but after they've marched around the walls for a week, not saying anything, and then he says, blow the shofar, and um, this is such a, God is all about the partnership and the journey and leading you and teaching you, and even though this is a deeper place in him, He's still about that. You're never, I, I, I better not say never, never say never. But I doubt it's ever going to change. You know, if the angels always want to look into the apocalypsis of what God's doing, throughout eternity, we're always going to be mis, mis, mystified by God. And it's always, we're going to put in motion what we have learned, what we know, what he's appointed us to do. But he's always going to be on this journey. And see, that's the thing that I think Christianity has problems with. Because Christianity wants an answer. People want to come to hear the pastor give a rah-rah sermon, leave thinking they've got the enemy kicked, and, and, you know, we don't have any questions anymore. We just heard it all. We know it all. And God is, God is a, God of the journey. He leads us in pathways. That's what the sila is about. The Salah individual, what does that mean? That means that that person is always in the sila. When the Spirit came upon Saul, when the Spirit came upon David, when the Spirit came upon Solomon or Hezekiah, it was always Samson. It was always, hey, you're in the valley with me. You, yea, though I walk there, I'm not going to fear. You're with me. Think about that. God is with you. Why do you have to tell yourself not to fear if you're in the valley? Because you're, you're in the middle of it. He's with you. You trust that. But I think that was the deal with Jesus when he came down off the Mount of Transfiguration. Oh, ye of little faith, you're not you're not in supplication, and you're not you're not living a fasted life. They were overreacting. I'm 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 all over the place, aren't I? Preach it. Why don't you bail me out? <laughs> Those few sips of of Nespresso. Yeah, I've just been drinking water today. So, 
having a couple of Roma sips out of your fancy Saint mug, the Hydro Flask. I think that the this season has been for me. I hate to say that, but we're giving testimony here. Has been such a an awakening for me in 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 a really in in my identity even though it's been that way for years and years and years it's like every single season we go through there's there comes more clarity there comes there comes you hope so if you're walking in grace um measures of promotion and and function and and i'm so thankful for that but this season has been such an awakening for me as um, not just a lover but also as a warrior and how through our love affair our passion and our relationship in the lord we are here to do the battle it's just like when they crossed over the jordan and and went straight into the camp of the enemy and had to 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 subdue and take dominion and do those things but I guess I say all that to say that it's been a real season of learning how to watch and 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 be be aware, be awakened to um, to what surrounds us and to what we're, what what God has put before us to to subdue and take dominion of. And um, it is like a sila to me, and I mean I feel like that that it's it's just been this ongoing sila i know that it's kind of like multitasking i mean you're in different silas all the time but um i don't know i'm not really explaining myself very well it's just i have just felt such um just this intense um where he's been training me how to watch maybe watch and pray Maybe as the the five wise virgins, you know, to 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 be in that place where where I have my lamp full and I'm wise and I'm circumspect and 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 aware, so that um, so that I'm ready. Yeah, and and you think about you think about you the foolish me. ones. The, the 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 moros who don't want the mysteries and they're they're weary their their oil is depleted and um but you know the interesting thing about that is that he tells them or or I guess they the five wise tell the five foolish you go to the market and you buy your own oil and they got there, and it was when they came back, it was too late. But that's the same marketplace. I mean, that's the same principle of when Jesus told his disciples in the garden, you watch and pray, and they fell asleep. And, and, and it is about, so much about um, our, our, our awareness and 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 being awakened to function in that place, whatever wherever it is, whatever it is, to bring the fulfillment or to bring 
the breakthrough or bring whatever it might be. And um, yeah. So, and too, I think about, I think about, and I think you taught us about this, about just that, you know, the wise virgins, you know, the root of that word represents, you know, our, our belly, our spirit man, the strength and the awareness of our spirit man. And so there's just something that he's doing to build, I don't know, it's almost like a maturing or something. Because you know me, I mean, I could just lay under the pew and just love on God for the rest of my life and let everybody else fight the battle. And <laughs> But there's something about, um, I don't know. Well, I I know that I know that some of the things that God is placing before us in this year are going to require these things really being sharpened and developed, and so this is kind of a a precursor. Not only not only is it training, but it's equipping and it's education. It's really all the dimensions of the seven spirits being weighed upon us right now yeah. to, to grasp the timing of his of judgment and burning to be um, and God hasn't hasn't God focused on grace for the past two years. She whiz and now wisdom and uh, our prophetic understanding and how we commit ourselves and how we glean through that commitment and how we speak out of that commitment. And of course, then being a saint, representing that calling, which really is, um, I think the saints are reflections of the glory. I think that's why, you know, you have that, um, the light blue of the dark blue. It's like when you emerge from the place in God, you... I think that is the reflection in the same image. God was God created man in his same image. And um, that image was then lost in the, in the curse. But I think the saints really represent the image of the glory of God. And then the deep places in the Father. And then being able to move as sons. Um, I think all of those factors are being visited upon us now for the you know for the purpose of us manifesting his light i i think for us to manifest light into the darkness the forming of that light we have to really be uh, influenced in all of those dimensions of the the colors which we just reiterated right not reiterated we just talked about and I, so i think that's a lot of what's going on right now um yeah, because he is. I mean, he we've we've he's been teaching us about his seven spirits for many many years, and we have the practical understanding of what that is. I mean, we we've mastered that, and I'm so thankful to have that knowledge and to have that understanding of the personality and the character and the way God does things. But we are we are living in the depths of his spirit. I mean, I. Honestly, I mean, I, 
most of the time I feel like I can just reach out and just touch him in his his spirit it, it's so um, dense it's so um, that's not a good word it's just it's so real the spirit realm is so real and and it's him and I've honestly over the course of the last what 15 16 17 years since he began to teach us about this revelation of of the seven spirits I mean I have asked him you know Lord show us how to activate this with the people show us how to apply this with the people manifest this for us so that because I always felt like when we would step into the activations for that part fivefold we nailed we nailed it you know we nailed it by his grace with his help with the discipline that he that, that we had to apply he taught us to 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 interpret in a fivefold way and and we're so thankful for that the seven spirits has been completely different and and i have asked the lord year after year after year show us how to activate this because i never really felt like we had nailed it and and over the course of the last season or two i feel like his presence has manifest in a way where we are living it that is our activation and and i don't even know how to describe it or um document it because it is just it is it is it's lifestyle it's life it is reality and so take note of of it is what i'm trying to say is take note of it and be aware of it and and learn of it because um (laughs) this is god i mean this is this is the way he will manifest himself upon the earth and or the way that he is and and as spirit beings he's created us to move with that and so i feel like sometimes i'm in kindergarten you know trying to get my phd yet i'm still in kindergarten but at the same time i'm so thankful well here's a verse that says what you were just saying it's uh romans eleven thirty three. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, who has been his counselor, who has first given to him, and it shall not be recompensed unto him again. For of him and through him and to him are all things, to him be glory forever and ever. Amen. And that is the right hand and then it goes into the familiar verse i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice you know i don't know that we really connect that verse in 12 1 with this where it's saying god is trying to show us his wisdom and knowledge and but his judgments are unsearchable excuse me which means that they have not been searched out it doesn't mean that they can't be it means that they've not been Mm -hmm. and um, and his ways which is his seven spirits past finding out we're we're not ever going to be able to say we know 
him because he's 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 wondrous mm. so therefore we need to present our bodies and our existence as a living sacrifice devoted to holiness and doing what's uh, acceptable for what he what he commands but isn't it does, isn't it like though i mean in, in particularly in the last 2 years it's and we'll just talk about grace grace has become us i mean we we've been through this cycle two or three different times and it's been profound every single time but nothing like this and and it's because it is it is like it has become us i mean it is it is who we are and what we live and it's the same that's what is happening with wisdom I mean, if I think, okay, we're, we're learning about wisdom and revelation, and we're learning how to move in the wisdom and revelation of the Lord and, and how to go out in, into the, to the earth and, and turn the raw into the tobe and, you know, establish righteousness and all those things. <laughs> but then I think about, and I'm going to go back to the wise virgins, because the whole point of all of this is in welcoming the Lord, Right? That is ultimately what we're doing, is we are welcoming him into this earth. Because that day is not far off. But I think about the wise virgins, and I think about just the understanding of, I want to be wise. And I know there's a lot of different words for wise in the Bible that mean different, have different meanings. But to be wise is a wise virgin that is waiting for the bridegroom. And that, that wise comes through your inner man being strengthened and 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 to have just the strengthening of your ma'a that we know only comes through spending time with him that's the only way we gain that it's not being wise because you're a wise man it's why it's wise in your inner man because of the passion to know him and that to me is so powerful and so i want my lamp to be so full so in the midst of of gaining wisdom and 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 gaining strategy and gaining direction i know exactly where i'm going to find that and that is in that inner place just pressing into the depths of who he is and and continuously just allowing that oil to fill and and knowing him yeah well, you know, the, you mentioned the word for wise. It's phronomos, and it, it means what you have learned and made it a part of your existence through experience. And in some ways, a negative of that could be you're conceited, which some people have said that of us. You know, what's the word? We have... Uh, I can't remember the word that we were accused of being. But isn't that what we just said? It's like the I mean these dimensions of his spirit are becoming us. They are becoming it's like it's not me who lives, it's him who lives in me. And and th- that's all we want. Yeah. Right? Isn't that our inheritance? Isn't that Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's by his grace. I mean it's not because of anything that we've done other than presented our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable for his reasonable service and said, Lord, take my life, whatever you want. 
I'm your servant. Yeah. Well, you could extrapolate from that to say that part of the foolish virgin is not just the, the, the moros, where they don't want the mysterion, but it is the things that they've learned from God. Because they had to have been, they had to have learned something or else they wouldn't have been out there with those lamps waiting for the coming of the Lord. Um, they rejected the things they'd learned. They rejected that practical knowledge and obviously wanted other things that that knowledge said, no, we, we don't do or we should be doing this. They rejected that. Um, that's part, you would think that if the 10 of them were out there, that they all should have begun with that experiential knowledge of the Lord. And so for the foolish, they had to reject those things they knew. And there's a lot of that going around right now. And of course, then they would say, oh, you're stuck in your ways. You know, you, you don't, forget the word maybe that's a good thing I forget the word because when I heard it it just really ticked me off because it's a high it's a $50 word that just means you you think you know it all and but we don't know it all but what we do know from God we're not gonna get rid of you know yeah it reminds me of of when it talks about quenching not the spirit because to me the foolish virgins they quenched the spirit somehow they they quenched it by being concerned about other th- you know not not make you know whatever it is they put their hand to do or gave their attention to and maybe i'm totally off but that's that's how i've always looked at it like it's um cuz you quench the spirit i mean you shut that supply off when you make every other passion your primary passion right mm mm-hmm. And so to me, but the thing that still baffles me about that whole story, and I'm sure you have a reason, uh, uh, an explanation for this, is why he sent them to the market to buy more oil when knowing you can't buy that. Well, I, <laughs> you think, know what I, mean? I think maybe I've always thought this was not mocking, but in a way, you know, if you're not seeking the mysteries of God, if you're not doing the things God's trained you to do, then you're seeking something else and you're doing something else. So the wise one says, hey, you've been you've been getting along just fine for this past however long. Why don't you go to your suppliers? See how well that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. anyway. Well, speaking of the seven spirits, when I was praying this morning, the the Lord reminded me that I had said that he was going to call for a fast leading up to the seminar. And so um, this coming Sunday, we're going to be asking our church and anyone in the network who'd like to to join to... um, to do a Daniel fast for three weeks. Now, I don't really know whether it's going to be three days with spirit of judgment and burning, three days with, you know, on down the line that way, 
or whether it's going to be a week of seven spirits and then you come back and start it over again and you do it three times. Um, I think that's what we're supposed to do because God's been hitting this threes, you know, the three measures of development of the spirit of wisdom. Um, we talked about the Salah, where it's a promise, the seal of fulfillment. And um, we're, we're partnering with the Father. We're walking with Jesus. We're moving with his spirit. It's like that principle of three is really being personified. So, But, you know, again, if, if whatever you want to do, but it has to be focused on the seven spirits because, first of all, that's God's ways. That's who he is. And secondly, that's the formation of light. And since we are supposed to be learning how he's forming the light for this season and also being that light, that's a good thing to do. So, just to clarify, <laughs> when you say Daniel fast, but then you say seven spirits, are you saying, so when it's judgment and burning, you fast something in accordance with judgment and burning? Or are you saying we do a Daniel fast for 21 days and it's just a, a, a standard Daniel fast? Well, you know, the other aspect of that is that Daniel did this for 21 days. Okay, so it's a 21-day part of it. Yeah. Okay. But I know you hate those questions, but... but you can you can offer something to God, and this will make it easier. Oh, we don't need it to the, be easier. With the three, well, more clearly discerned. Okay. If you if you do it seven days and then you repeat and then you repeat, you've had the opportunity to to move with God through a cycle, and as a son, then determine okay, what's He want me to do this week? If you just do three days and then three days and then three days. It's okay, but you're not going to gain that measure of flexibility and sensitivity as the time progresses. Let's say you do all three days of judgment and burning. Well, then 20 days later, or, you know, arguably two weeks later, God's wanting to tell you something else. Well, too bad. You've already done those three days. So you, you don't get the chance to fast those hot tamales again. Well, Again, you may want to do you may want to do that um, pulse thing, you know. You may, you know, I was fasting the other day. I went to get a haircut, and I went out to see this guy that I've known for years, and he's sitting there with this old timer named Les, and um, he's got these hot tamales that he just bought from this Mexican vendor who comes into the shops. He said, "Oh, brother Ron." You want some tamales? And I was hungry, but I was fasting. Ooh, I would not and I said, an oh, brother, I said, I, I'm just going to sit here and let you and this this fella, Brother Les, eat. Oh, come on, try one. No, I said, I I, I really, I, I didn't tell him I was fasting. But I kind of implied that I had already partaken of what I needed to eat, and I wouldn't have room for it. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I don't know. There's going to be some dietary thing that God's going to require as well. But it's going to be more, I don't want to say that, but it will strongly be involved with you offering things to the Lord 
um, that have to do with what his seven spirits indicate. And that will begin when? Well, um, I'll announce it Sunday, so Sunday would be too late to start. So you guys get the so first. So we'll start on Monday. Unless some of you want to do it in your church or in your own life, you can start on Sunday. But it leads us right up to the week of seminar. And um, anyway, so that, that I'll have to write a, an email about that. I'm also going to be writing about the fact that we are going to have a baptismal service, and it's going to be at the beginning of the Friday night meeting. And so if any of you have not been baptized, you want to be baptized or... You want to get baptized again? Well, we can go that far. <laughs> I did it, but it was... And, a, you know, we could, even, we could even do a sprinkling off to the side for those of you who are not <laughs> just joking. <laughs> we really are going to need this, this training that God is doing. It's not just because, oh, man, isn't the Spirit doing great things right now? The things that he's lined up for us to, to be doing as saints, just that we know about, are phenomenal. The places that he has earmarked to take us and the crucial nature of those places in the spirit realm. Heaven is mobilized, waiting. Creation is waiting for the manifestation of the suns in those places. And, you know, particularly like in Brazil and Manaus and in West Virginia and Ohio, because those are two very similar places. The, the spirit realm is packed in those places. And so much of what is there has not been discovered yet and God's going to unleash them um, I just think it's so we, we are being they're interceding we're, we're being trained by our father we're being equipped you know this sequence of dreams I've been having you know I thought honestly I thought well this is about Brazil this is about South America and, and I do believe it's, it is that. But the other day I was thinking that and God said, did I tell you it was just for there? And I knew he was saying that. So I think there's a, a capacity that God is awakening in us. And um, it's, it's going to be something that is going to be utilized no matter where he brings us. So, we need we need this. Amen. You you need this. <clears throat> also, speaking of West Virginia and Ohio, we've been praying in the last Sunday night of each, um, well, the last weekend, the last Saturday, and then going into Sunday of each month, in alignment with the seven spirits, particularly for that venue, in June. And this weekend is the spirit of prophecy. Yeah. Wow. Parents. So we're closing the month of the evangelist and we are asking God for his spirit of prophecy to guide us so that we we will commit ourselves to the ways of God and 
give ourselves to it and through that be, be sensitive to him and through that know what he wants us to say and what he doesn't want us to say um, Amen So that's good Yeah. So join with us in prayer this weekend for that gathering and aligning with the spirit of prophecy hmm? Yeah Yeah Speaking of prof- prophecies, I, I got a profound prophetic word this morning, and I'm going to share it because I don't feel like it's just for me. Um, this weekend, I um, particularly on Sunday, I felt such a strong measure of God releasing just an empowerment for us to overcome some of the things that we've been struggling with over the course of, of the seasons. Um, that perhaps you are just ready to see that mountain moved. And, and this is the month of the evangelist, and, and we've, we've talked a lot about that, about grace cures and about um, really partnering with the Lord and seeing some of these hindrances, whether it be sickness or um, whatever it might be, really resolved. And I, I do believe that... that we're going to see that manifest this month. It's not over yet. But this morning I got just out of the blue at about 4.30 this morning I got a prophetic word from one of our elders in the network and and she said that the Lord was saying that um, that whatever mountain was before me rather than trying to push it out of the way I needed to speak to it. And, and it really, I mean, it, it really hit me like, yeah, the power of, of the, the, the power of the prophetic word and, and, and just like Moses speaking to the rock, I think that whatever's standing before you, um, I know for me, like Sunday, Sunday, it was a wonderful day. It was a powerful day and Sunday night we had a great prayer class it was a little shorter than normal we came into the sanctuary to pray and the spirit of intercession was moving and I was overcome with with um, you know how sometimes you can have these moments where things that you've been battling for that you're believing the Lord for will be will will be fulfilled or will you'll see the resolve you'll see the grace cure you'll see those things and I just it was just like one thing after another just kept playing before me during prayer time and and I knew the Lord was speaking to me I knew that I knew the Lord was in it I knew it wasn't the enemy I knew the Lord was in it and so I just quietly just got up and I went and and got before the Lord by myself and um and I just presented these things before the Lord and said because it's not by mind it's not more power it's by his spirit that these things are are done and um just really presented myself to see that happen and then i got these this word this morning and i just thought all these things that i've been contending for and they're not even per you know they're personal to me but i'm not saying like a sickness that i'm having or something like that i'm just saying things that i'm believing for whether it be in the ministry or my family or whatever and i just feel like the lord is saying speak to those things and see that mountain cast into the sea and so I share that with you and I say know the power of the voice of your voice and know that the Lord is behind it and um, 
I trust this prophetic word, you know, this prophetic voice that came, and I know that it's a word from God. And so that's what I'm going to do. And um, I just encourage you to do the same. Sometimes we can strive to try to make things happen, and they just don't happen that way. (laughs) Sometimes we make it a lot more difficult than it is. But it's also, I think, his timing. And, um, yeah, so. It must be a great word if it came at 4 in the morning. Actually, it did come. It came at 4.30 in the morning. Wow. And I rejoiced to know that somebody else out there was awake. (laughs) Yeah. Well, praise God. Well, we we need to all take that into account. Say grace, grace to that mountain. Speak it. You see it cast into the sea. Amen. That's well. That where where do you go from there? What time is it? Oh, we have eleven minutes. So. Um, we sent out um, a flyer pertaining to West Virginia and Ohio. And again, we're just saying this because we want you to know that it's available for you. We're not trying to put pressure on anybody. We're not trying to coerce anybody to go. But we wanted you to have the information. So it's out there. And um, we... Um, we're also very much looking forward to um, what God's going to do through that. I mean, this country needs a touch. Oh, my gosh. Just when I think that this election business can't get any crazier, then I read pieces from the Wall Street Journal this morning about Bloomberg and about uh, <laughs> his $1 billion in media blasts and I just I'm just I'm just Lord take the wheel Jesus take the wheel (laughs) seriously well you know yeah I don't mean to take us down a political path I'm just it's crazy if you're not and I'm not necessarily following it but you if you you have to be asleep to not see what's going on last week it was seemed to be like Bernie Sanders was all the rage well he's kind of fighting with Bloomberg now well, how how crazy is that? Two opposites, right? I mean, God's two total opposites. He must like what you're saying. <laughs> it's just, it's like you see all these shenanigans going on and, and all, you know, the, the wisdom of man and the, the wealth of man and, and all these things being poured into this election just to try to stop what God has put in place. Yeah. And... And to I, I, I link that with what we're talking about with West Virginia because we've already established the fact that it's going to be a pivotal moment. I mean, it's going to be something that's going to really affect our country in the election and in the future. And, and we know God's got it under control. But at the same time, you've got all these things going on in this world, and it's just, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um it's amazing. It's amazing. So our nation needs a visitation from God. Because, you know, again, you're not... i got to be careful what I say. 
it's obviously that it's obvious that a lot of the nation doesn't care one flip about what God says. And they don't they don't believe in the Bible and they've they are even forming their own church groups so that they can say they're Christian but they don't really believe the Bible. And um they mock the things that are in the Bible. And then there's a whole other group that is just wicked. I mean, that's that's their mantra. And so they're against anything anybody says in religion. So I know God can do anything. If he can change the Apostle Paul, he can change anybody. But um, how God's Spirit is going to move in this nation to affect people toward righteousness is going to be different than just having somebody in a stadium preaching or knocking door to door. And I think if you can find a clue as to what God's going to do because of the way the enemy is going to react, the enemy's going to have lying signs and wonders, which means that he's going to produce his own measures of false truth and people are going to adhere to them and it's going to be like Simon the sorcerer who can do various things that people say oh man this is look at that that's amazing it's kind of like the magicians in Pharaoh's court so what God's going to unlock signs in the heavens and in the earth and um, signs in the sea and incredible, un, unexplainable miracles on a widespread scale. Some of the deposits of the glory are prepared from the foundation for those things. And the enemy, the things I mentioned about the enemy, he will try to emulate those. Thank you, Father. So I, I think we just need to be wise virgins who are committed to the mysteries and the ways of God and his wisdom mm -hmm. and who don't jettison the things we've learned. But as a, as a wise builder, we, um, we've studied to show ourselves approved. And um, we're not, we're not going to we're not going to abandon that. We're just not. We've got a thunderstorm going on here right now, which delights me because thunder has always stirred my spirit. Yes, and because we haven't had rain in so long. <laughs> yeah, we got rain for the next few days. So what else do we need to announce? Um, we made several announcements today in the midst of our dalliances and our chit-chats. I guess that's about it. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and end the broadcast now. We're a couple minutes early, but uh, that's one of the key things in preaching. When you know you're done be done <laughs> i'm not sure i ever learned that right
But I am going to learn it now. So we're going to say goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. And um, we will reach out again tomorrow, Wednesday Night Live, and prayer this weekend. The fast begins next week. Wow. How exciting. So, God bless you all. Goodbye. Goodbye.